0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Thrift Savings Plan participants can now manage their installment payments in My Account. GSA is asking whether another change is required in the way agencies buy cloud services. And it's negative over positive when it comes to the public judging experiences with federal services. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Good customer experience can drive better trust in government, but there's a catch. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Negative experiences with federal services have a stronger influence in public trust than positive ones. Research from the Partnership for Public Service shows that just 64% of those who do have a positive experience with the government say they trust it too, while 34% do not. That means positive experiences don't always translate to more trust. The partnership says more research is needed to explore the connection, and there's likely more going on behind the scenes that's driving the continual low trust in government. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Gil Cisneros, the Pentagon's undersecretary for personnel and readiness, will step down in September. Cisneros came under criticism from Congress for abruptly ending a new travel site to be used exclusively by DOD personnel. The My Travel program was into its fifth year of development at a cost of tens of millions of dollars. And also during his two-year tenure as the Defense Department's Chief Personnel Officer, Cisneros oversaw the creation of the DOD Chief Diversity Officer position and the adoption of an advisor for diversity, equity, and inclusion within each military department. The diversity programs drew criticism from some members of Congress who want to see the programs repealed. GSA is asking whether another change is required in the way agencies buy cloud services. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. GSA takes the first step to consider giving agencies relief from what industry calls an overly restrictive approach to buying software-as-a-service capabilities through the GSA Schedule contract. In a new request for information, GSA asks industry to provide insights into commercial practices for buying SaaS in a subscription-based model. The current approach requires agencies to pay in the rears, which can drive up costs by as much as 20%. GSA says the RFI responses will be used to explore options to align the schedules with industry best practices for pricing and invoicing. Responses to the RFI are due by August 23rd. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The White House lays out its big cyber workforce goals. Federal News Network's Justin Dumbleday reports. The White House wants agencies to lead the nation in using skills-based hiring for cybersecurity positions. That's just one part of the new National Cyber Workforce and Education Strategy released yesterday. The Office of Personnel Management is taking steps to revise work roles across cyber, artificial intelligence, and data positions to use skills-based assessments rather than just relying on degrees and certificates. Under the new strategy, White House officials will also consider the establishment of a new Federal Cyber Workforce Development Institute to provide standardized cyber training across government. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Postal Service faces a slew of questions from lawmakers over some of its recent changes. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Congressman Jared Huffman and Congresswoman Melanie Stansberry are asking USPS and its regulator to explain why post offices in their districts are suddenly charging much higher rates for P.O. boxes. Congressman Bill Heisinga is pressing USPS for answers on plans to consolidate processing and delivery operations in southwest Michigan. Heisinga asks whether the changes will impact the workforce and on-time mail delivery. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Defense Information Systems Agency is ready to move its zero-trust effort to the next phase. DISA awarded an Other Transaction Authority production contract to Booz Allen Hamilton to expand the Thunderdome program. The potentially five-year contract could be worth as much as $1.86 billion. DISA says Thunderdome will harden DoD networks by employing network and resource access tools along with segmentation technologies. This production contract is the follow on to the $6.8 million prototype award DISA made to Booz Allen in January 2022. Thrift Savings Plan participants can now manage their installment payments in My Account. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board says TSP users, once logged in, now have an on-demand option to stop existing installments and request new ones. But if participants stop their installments within fewer than 30 days of making a withdrawal or distribution request, they'll still have to wait that full 30 days before they can request installments again. And other changes, like changing federal tax withholding or managing rollovers, still require a call to ThriftLine, TSP's customer service center. Space Command headquarters will make its permanent home in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The White House announced the decision on Monday, ending three years of rumors and speculation about whether the service would stay in Colorado or move to Huntsville, Alabama. The administration of former President Donald Trump planned to move Space Force to Alabama. When President Joe Biden was elected, he put the move on hold. Defense Department officials say the decision was based on the input of senior military leaders. Customs and Border Protection would be required to staff up under a bill advancing in the Senate. The Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee approved the Securing America's Ports of Entry Act last week. The bill would require CBP to hire at least 600 additional officers a year until its staffing needs are met. CBP has estimated that it's been short at least 1,000 officers in recent years. The Senate bill would also require the agency to evaluate potential infrastructure improvements at ports of entry. A bipartisan bill to simplify the process of applying for federal disaster aid is one step closer to becoming law, The Senate has sent the Disaster Assistance Deadlines Alignment Act to the House. The bill would give individuals a single deadline to apply for two of the Federal Emergency Management Agency's major aid programs, Disaster Unemployment Assistance, and the Individuals and Household Program. The bill would require FEMA to give households up to 60 days to apply for the programs once a federal disaster has been declared. Senators Gary Peters, Rand Paul, and Marco Rubio are leading the bill. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, August 1, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.